Welcome to this podcast from Mess to Miracle. Christianity plays a huge role in the fabric of our lives. To be honest, life is messy. Yet in the midst of the mess, God still uses us. The fact that God does is a miracle. This podcast is designed to inspire you in your walk with God and connect you with people and ministries that could be a blessing in your life. You will hear inspiring stories of believers exercising their faith to create miracles in their community. Welcome to From Mess to Miracle. My guest today, Nemo Nash. Nemo is a dedicated worker, results-oriented, nation-builder, and trustworthy individual who strives to exceed his past efforts. He obtained a diploma in agriculture with an emphasis in landscaping and a degree in general agriculture, and with a bachelor in technology degree in ag production and food systems management from the College of Agricultural Science and Education and a master's degree of arts from the University of West Indies. His other professional qualifications as a project manager, change management, supervisory management, and urban forestry. Mr. Nash has worked extensively in youth development and has served as the superintendent of public gardens in Jamaica, having responsibilities for the management and the conservation of some Jamaican key biodiversity. He currently serves as senior policy advisor for the agriculture and the Cayman Islands government. He has responsibility to advise the Minister of Agriculture, Chief Officer, Deputy Chief Officer, on all matters of the subject area, including formulating policies, strategies, and plans to stimulate growth and development of that sector. Presently, he is a conveyor of Grace Beyond Borders Fellowship, a Christian support group based in the Cayman Islands that is crossing borders, touching lives through grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We welcome Demoy to the show. Well, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Good to have you. So I'm going to give you an easy question to warm you up. So what's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, The best advice is go ahead and free yourself. Okay. Who's telling you that? (laughs) Old man. (laughs) (laughs) I could, you know... If if you understood the context in which he said it, maybe you'd 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 say it's the best advice. So what was the context? I, went, uh, I was in a what I would say a situation where um there was a lot of conflict and um he was aware of the problem and he advised that that might be the best route that I might need to to leave the situation. Yeah, that sometimes it's best to leave than just stick around. <laughs> Definitely. So you have a you have a really interesting resume there. So t- tell us something about yourself that people who are, who I just read the resume don't know about you. So something unique about you. So uh, a lot of person know me as a as a gospel preacher, as a minister of religion, but they don't know that I am a professional as well. I am college educated. I have a master's degree in um, teaching science education. 
I have a, I'm a career professional working as an agricultural practitioner for over a decade. I happen to be the senior policy advisor for the Minister of Agriculture in the Cayman Islands. Wow. Yes. Very impressive. Thank you, sir. So we had you on because you wrote a book, and your book is called Failure is Not Final. What led you to write that book? So um, this, is, this is actually my second book, my first book, Overcoming Our Giants. This, this book came as a result, Failure is Not Final, after relocating to the Cayman Islands, having accepted this job. But the precursor to this job, um, I was married and was a practicing minister of religion um, in one of the oneness organizations in Jamaica. And so I had resigned as a minister of religion. And after I divorced, applied for the divorce, separated, I just felt the need for a new start. And I believe God delivered me to the Cayman Islands while being here in a new place, no family, no friends really not knowing any person that I gave up everything that I knew to be life to move here. I felt like a failure. I had to, for the first time, I was really researching what is failure. And so I had to reappropriate what failure meant to me and um, did a research, extensive research. But this came out of a day when I had a breakdown, an emotional breakdown. And I was there basically crying Luckily, nobody saw me. It was a Friday, and Friday, sometimes the office is empty. People working from home. And I got two important phrases that I believe will change my life forever. And that was telling me the reason why I was brought to the Cayman Islands. It was not just to work, but it was what was considered the renewing of an eagle and that I should not die in my median. I understood the word median and the context it was used in, and it led me to a research which gave rise to me writing the book. Cool. So what is your favorite chapter in the book? I always have one chapter that I, that, that's really close to my heart. Which is your favorite chapter in the book? My favorite chapter is, is living while limping. I, I, and funny enough, it would have been the second, but after I finished the book and after doing all the due diligence, the checks, the editing, the formatting, I realized asking a person one night, after asking about reading the book, I said, how is this chapter? How is it to you? Which is called Under Construction, which would have been my favorite chapter. The chapter never made it to the book. <laughs> Hence, it will no. <laughs> so I am now in the process of getting my mind to write this chapter into a book, right? And I, I believe it's, it's, it was God ordained because the things that God is leading me to do with this under construction, it, it, it demands a whole book by itself. That's interesting. The, the chapter didn't make it in your favorite <laughs> chapter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So when people pick up this book and they read it, what do you hope they get out of this book? So the book is basically dedicated to all of the, all those who have failed and struggling in their lives. It is for the believer or the reader to understand that there's failure is basically a, a place of transit. It's a transient point. It's not somewhere to dwell. And all of us, irrespective of our background, socio 
economic or, or, or whatever the standing, financial standing is, or even spiritual standing. We have failed, and there are certain things that predisposes us to failure. The truth is we don't have to die in our failure because there are, there are provisions that were made in Jesus Christ by our great God, and um, there are also practical strategies that are outlined in the book that we can use to um, serve as a catalyst to move us out of that place called failure. That's great. In fact, I've also indicated that failure is actually a purpose seed and can you and it's something that can be utilized to help you to achieve your God-given purpose and mandate in the earth. But you know we don't like to fail, right? People don't like failure. <laughs> that that is true. That is true. And I've and, and I have pointed out that we have been socialized to fail, even though we don't like it. And even our physiology has predisposed us to failure. The truth is not something that we like to do. It's like how animals don't like to pass mess. But it was the great Solomon said, where there's no oxen in the crib, the crib is clean. But if we get rid of the oxen, there's no, there's no increase of the oxen. And so we just have to find a way to treat with failure as we treat with witness. So since this book is about your journey, I'm always interested to know that from people who I, who I talk to, everything that we do in life is God using those moments to shape our character. So in those moments, you talk about failure. What character traits did you notice that God formed in you during that failure that you now can apply to your life today? I would say that I have become much more um, resilient. I have become much more patient and tolerant of other people. My understanding have increased. So I would say to people, carefully pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Because sometimes it takes these, you know, um, most unfavorable conditions to teach you that. I've become very understanding. I would say much more, I, I mean, non-judgmental. Um, and also it gives me an up to want to assist others, you know, and, 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 and this, because of even that, you know, it gave rise to me being the convener and lead of this movement called Grace Beyond Borders Fellowship, which is a, a, a Christian support group that is offering support, spiritual support, emotional and mental health support. To just allow, just any individual who need help in the Cayman Islands, and as I said, beyond borders, um, transcending the borders of the Cayman Islands, not just geographically, but all people of all sphere of life. So we've all heard about the Cayman Islands, but tell us about the Cayman Islands. Describe it for us, because we're not really sure about what that culture is like. What are some of the challenges there? What are some of the surprises that audience who is America may not know about the islands? Kind of give us a little bit of background about the islands. All right, so Cayman Islands is actually a, a, a country in the Northwest Caribbean. It's, it's comprised of three islands, the Cayman, Grand Cayman, Cayman Brack, Little Cayman. Grand Cayman being the biggest, about um, 22 miles long, could be about four miles wide. It's a very flat island with, verd, with we call it verdant um, plains, beautiful ocean, um, it, it, it is very peaceful, quiet island. The GDP is very high. The, the standard of living is very high as well. It has a stable economy, operates off a surplus, good governance structure. 
Um, it is a British overseas territory. So UK um, presides over the, um, the island. It is, it is headed by a governor who represents the Her Majesty. And there is a, a, a democratic um, monarchy type parliamentary system. Um, yeah, but very, very, very good country to, to be in. About 72,000 people comprising of about 132 different nationalities. So it's very diverse. It's a melting pot of culture and it's known for its restaurants. Oh, cool. <laughs> and, and financial um, sector being the leader. Um, some people tend to say it's an offshore banking site, you know, right. and, and, and a strong tourism product. So tell us about your ministry a little bit more in the Cayman Islands. You, you, you sort of mentioned a little bit what you're doing, but describe to us what you're doing with the ministry there. All right. So um, principally, I, as I said before, I'm the senior policy advisor in the Ministry of Agriculture. Also, I am a adjunct lecturer at the University College of the Cayman Islands. I lecture biology. And I am now, I am the convener of this ministry that was started in COVID. And basically, it was just to provide support to people who would not have a, the other, other means of going outside. And so we used to meet primarily virtually, but we're in the process of registering this movement as a nonprofit organization and to have physical meetings. And it will be basically catering to providing support groups for um, groups such as divorcees, um, Family, um, family life, marriage, etc. Um, t- targeting vulnerable, at-risk youths, and uh, and so on and so forth, through um, providing a platform of Christian support. So we'll have a we'll have a prayer and teaching point where on Sundays we will be teaching and dispensing the the, the word of God, but also to treat to these these different needs within the community. Also, to have some amount of adult education to teach um, basic literacy um, to persons who, who might not have that 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 that, that skill set or that the privilege to 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 um, even though this might be few, we still know that you know this this exists there. And also to provide mediation, myself being a certified mediator, to provide mediation and counseling service um, to the community. So you have a lot going on. <laughs> And, and I'm impressed by yeah. all the stuff you do. What is your you, pa- what is your passion? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now a word from one of our sponsors for Freedom Mobile. If you're using AT and T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, then you're being tracked. Mobile providers collect your location, communications, internet internet activity, even your financial transaction. They sell that data to anyone willing to pay for it and provide it to the government without a warrant. Switch to For Freedom Mobile, and you won't ever have to worry about Big Tech or Big Brother tracking you through your mobile phone again. For Freedom Mobile provides secure, unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data for just $29.99 a month, and it includes free internet roaming in over 200 countries. Sign up for the service by visiting forfreedommobile.com and using the promo code BRIDGEBUILDERS to get your first month for only $9.99. See forfreedommobile.com for details. Just like the number four, freedommobile.com. Believe me, well, my passion has changed as my life has changed. And I think my passion now is to help those who are really struggling and want to make best do with their lives. 
want to find their purpose. Purpose is one of those elusive things that people believe that they have to go to Mecca or one of these um, shrines to find it. I've prescribed in the book that's, that purpose, basically, they are purpose tools. And if they are used, these are not something that I've dug up from anywhere. They are there right up front from God made the first human. And once we use these purpose tools, we will become purposeful and achieve our purpose in basically anything we do than just a thing, you know? Right. So what are you working on now for the audience so, as we, so we can expect more great things from you? You talked about the book you got, you got in your head right now. What else are you working on? I'm working on another book. I want to do a comprehensive book as it relates to family life and marriage. I want to take the reader from the proprietary stage. When do I really start preparing for marriage? And to do that entire premarital work, bring them through marriage. And just in case, um, I'm still grappling with the idea whether to put divorce in that book or do a separate book because, you know, it's a touchy subject. But just in case, um, ho- what is this divorce? Um, because it's something that has been um, misunderstood. And I believe people like me who are divorced are maligned in many circles. And, and while it's a relationship that we might live with for the rest of our lives, it's not something that we should be treated as, you know, as is a cancer or, or you are, uh, it's an infectious disease. But I still believe that I am at the best of my life currently. And so I need to paint that picture to the reader, to different persons that who are, might be in the same position are struggling to get out of a relationship that is beyond the stage of um, repair for many reasons that you can still live, be functional, be productive, and still give glory to God in your life. So it's not that we're going to promote it, but we're going to explain it and, and bring some clarity. That's great. So, so that, and I think it is important also for me to write, to, to, to educate people, and just the, 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 this book that I'm talking about under construction, it is going to be a book heavily influenced because as a, as a trained project manager and change management change management practitioner, I want to show the reader that we are God's greatest project and that he has started the work and he's going to finish it. And a lot of things that we believe that we are actually doing, we are just recipient of the, the finished work of Calvary and the progressive and consistent work that Christ is doing in us because he has declared us righteous. And so he is committed to finish being, he's the one with the blueprint and see the blueprint and understand the project he's working to complete. So they are strong, have a strong project management background that is actually using fundamental principles of project management and change management to help the reader to understand that I am a work under construction, but God is committed to finish it. Those are two things I'm going to work on. That's really cool. So I'm actually doing a degree right now in organizational change. And one of the first steps in in Cotter's change model is creating a sense of urgency. So when you talk about change and you're doing under construction, how do you get people who who need to make changes in their life to understand the urgency of the desire to make that change? You see, one, one of the things is that people are fearful to go through the change process, to embrace, to embrace the change. And as a change practitioner, is, is having to, them to understand the benefits of the change process. And if they can see the benefits that are associated, what is it we want them to do, 
then they'll have the buying. And for some persons, it's just it's just a matter that they are they're in a state of denial, and it's to it's to work with that person along the change the change process, and get them to accept that. Listen to me, there's so much at the at the other end of this, so you just need to, you know, stick to it. Be a little bit accepting, you know, and, and just bind to it. And, and as and if if they can see the benefit, this is how we operate as human. If we can see how we are going to benefit, we'll bind to it. Right. And we also need champions along with us too. We need people who are gonna yes, who gotta come and help us because we're gonna want to stop, like you just said. But we need those yes, people you, to keep you, pushing us forward. You want you want the testimonials, you want to see people say, Well, yes, you know, and if, if you can identify that that person have bought into it and, and, and saying yes, they're gonna they're gonna come along. That's great. And it's not just the person sponsoring sponsoring it, you know, but that's but right. That, um, yeah. So I love to ask my ask my guest this question. What do you want your legacy to be? Huh. You know, um, that, that's, that's a strong one. My, the legacy I want to leave in the earth, and it's not just, I have a daughter, if the Lord chooses to bless me with more children. I just want, don't want to leave financial wealth. I want to leave a body of work that years to come, people can go to that body of work, whether it's just reading or it's audios, and they can, they can go to it, and they, they can be transformed. Like, for example, one of the things that I'm doing, and I've never really announced it, but I'm going to say it on the platform, that I, each year I provide sponsorship to students going to university. I believe that's another way to have my legacy lived on, with helping and assisting to transform lives, to educate people, because I see this as someone who come from a very poor upbringing in rural Jamaica, um, who lived off a subsistence farm, to show how this education can be the vehicle to move you from a place of poverty to make the best of your life. And it is actually a key that God can use to unlock several doors. Where I'm at, I'd never believe in my life I'd be sitting doing um, presentations to cabinet or I'd be preparing cabinet papers. I'd be, you know, organizing foreign missions and trap. These were never thought about education so i want to help in educate the, the, the education process of people and and through this 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 ministry that i that that is happening now grace beyond borders fellowship i believe it will be a life transformative tran transfer transformative agent and will just transform lives that people will no longer see themselves as failure no if if i can get one thousand people in this lifetime to understand that failure is not final I think I'd have left a legacy. That's great. Anything I haven't asked you that I should have asked you? Will I ever get married again? <laughs> <laughs> Is that for all the ladies listening on the podcast? <laughs> well, <laughs> so I, I, I'll say it like this. If they don't say to go ahead and answer, I'll say that I'm pro-family. I'm pro-marriage. I'm not a supporter of divorce. And um, if it is the will of the Lord, which I, I, I want to believe it is, I, I'll do it again, you know, at the, at the opportune time. <laughs> okay, good. So one more time, where can people find your book and where can they find you on social media? So the book is on Amazon, Kindle, and Amazon. Um, you can, the, the, it's 25 US dollars. And I think there's a special now on Amazon um, Kindle. If you're in Jamaica, 
you can you just need to inbox me on facebook demoi nash it's the same, same angle on instagram demoi nash and um you can just inbox me i'll tell you where to pick it up it's all over the island persons are ready to deploy the book to you it's in kinson books 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 bookshop that's where these table places it's at um in cayman islands it's in our local bookstores here as well so once you are here you can get it go to any bookstores and you can get it and you can also reach out to me social media and i'll be there well, Demoy, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a great time to talk, and we're, we're praying that your book gets into people's hands and can be a source of encouragement for them. Thank you so much, um, Sir Amy. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for joining us this week on From Mess to Miracle. Make sure you visit our website at HHTPS from mess to miracle.buzzsprout.com. You can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts so you never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I would appreciate a rating on iTunes. If you simply like to tell a friend about the show, you will help us get the message out to bless more people. If you like this show, you might want similar content. You can follow my blog at www.alightbreakthrough.org. Be sure to tune in two weeks from now for our next episode. Just remember, out of our messiness, God makes miracles. <laughs>